Welcome to another episode of Hyrule Podcasters. Hey, listen. I'm your co-host, Pat. And I'm your co-host, Ben. On this audio-only Let's Play, we venture through each game in Nintendo's Zelda franchise. We certainly do. We're pretty practiced gamers, but we're not experts or purists. We're just experiencing each game start to finish. And this season, we're playing The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. And we're a big boy now. Yeah, we are. We are a big boy. We're doing big boy stuff. We got tons of big boy stuff to do. Absolutely. Hey, it's 2022. It is 2022. First pot of 2022. We're doing this on January 2nd. Life's good. Yeah, life's good. Doing it moments before we release it to the public. Because sometimes you got to do it that way. Absolutely. Yeah, buddy. You got any New Year's... Advice for the for the fans. Any advice? Yeah. Don't share your goals or resolutions with anybody. It makes it that much harder to accomplish them. That is really good advice. And then know if you're intrinsically motivated or extrinsically motivated to reach your goals. Intrinsically. Tell me the difference. Intrinsically means like you are self-motivated internally just mm-hmm. to do something, right? So mm-hmm. I have a lot of running goals. I'm intrinsically motivated to do 80% of those. I don't need... I don't need some other thing externally motivating me. Mm. If you're extrinsically motivated, it can be really helpful to have like a goal or like something that you're going to get or receive or some Uh. trip that you're going to do. Right. So, you know, maybe something for me is I'm not the best at uh, reading enough books, uh, for example. Mm -hmm. So if I wasn't good at reading books, maybe I say, okay, if I read four books this year at the end of the year i get to do something that is really impactful or important or really interesting important to know important to know these things about yourself know yourself everybody makes life a lot easier don't share your new year's resolution that's funny i don't ever have new year's resolutions but you know it's good to have goals it's good to have goals yeah see i switch from resolutions to goals i think my advice would be don't sweat if you didn't meet a bunch of your goals Mm. for last year i know as a musician you know everybody at the very end of the year everybody is posting their their favorite albums and their top tens and what they've accomplished and i i barely put anything out last year you know i helped with the i love video games album but there's no lieutenant head trip music out there that's brand new in 2021 and i was just like you know what i made it through another year of a pandemic I, you know, I moved across the country. I did plenty of stuff, mm. but none of it is super measurable by my Spotify stats or my discography. Mm. And that's okay. I think you're selling yourself a little short. You did write one very specific banger for this podcast. Yes, I did. And, you know, I also did a podcast nearly weekly. I did a lot of stuff. Look, I did a lot of stuff. Absolutely. But it's just easy at the end of the year when everybody's celebrating their accomplishments Mm, mm -hmm. to forget, you know, uh, you don't set goals to always reach them. Sometimes you set a goal 
to try to reach it. And just because you don't make it doesn't mean you failed. Well, a lot of times you set what I've always heard them described as big, hairy goals. Big, hairy goals. Big, hairy goals. Yeah, they're, they are very difficult to achieve. They're really, like, they're beyond stretch goals or anything like that. They're big, hairy goals. And they might take a really long time. And you may fail multiple times trying to get to the big, hairy goal. But it's something that is kind of like, it's always out there. And that, you know, it's not something that you're going to do in like a week. Right? This is something that is going to take a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of energy uh, to put together. What do you think the average number of podcast episodes happen before a podcast calls it quits how many how many episodes oh i would uh, uh, probably five yeah it's seven seven yeah seven. i see so many podcasts start and then just end yep and yep. you know we've we've hit plenty of roadblocks our our podcast continues to morph and change in the way we go about recording mm-hmm. You know, we were we were anticipating being in person and recording a bunch over the past two weeks, and we did not. Yep, yep. Travel plans just got canceled, and it is what it is. Um, and you know, our our ability to persevere is is pretty impressive. Yep. So we took a little break. This episode is going to be a little longer. Everybody, we're going to try to get through all this this whole temple, and we're going to take a little bit of time here at the top to tell you what we've been up to. You've noticed that we did a little pledge drive at the end of the year while our feed was a little empty, and we also posted an episode of the Sacred Realms podcast that Ben was a guest on, discussing the Swamp Palace in A Link to the Past. In the spooky woods. In the spooky woods. And you can you can also go check out the rest of Sacred Realms podcast. They do something completely different than we do about the same exact games. They're actually good companion podcasts if you feel They're like They're really listening. good companion podcasts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've noticed since I've been listening through their stuff. But Ben also spearheaded a, a brand new annual award ceremony. Tell us about the Pod Awards, Ben. Yeah, so the the Pod Awards, uh, I had some downtime, and I just thought that it would be really fun to give out awards to the podcast community, to the independent podcasting community. So the Pod mm-hmm. Awards uh, are for recognizing greatness in independent podcasting. I think we ended up giving out a little more than 30 awards. You can find them all at thepodawards.com. Yeah. You can go there. You can see all the awards. Uh, they're all there. And what we're really looking forward to is keeping this as an annual tradition. And it was one of those things where I called Patrick, and this is just going to be something like silly and fun to do on the 31st. And then as I thought more about it, award shows can just be creative, right? And so, I mean, I I went so far as to, like, trademark the Pod Awards. I bought thepodawards.com as, like, our URL. So, like, you know, I'm establishing this as, like, a thing. And what I think we're going to do is uh, I'm really big on just recognizing great talent. Mm -hmm. There's this podcast I listen to called The Cinephiles, and their take on any movie when it comes down to it is that it is amazing that a movie got made. Yeah. No matter what you think of the movie, it's amazing that a movie gets made. I think the same thing is true about a podcast. I think it's amazing that people sit down and they decide to, you know, expose themselves, you know, in kind of a more intimate way, in an intimate medium. And I think that that deserves recognition. And so this is the first official call out for the Pod Awards 2022. If you would like to award a podcast an award, 
Doesn't matter what the category is. You just have to send that to me. And at the end of this year, at the end of 2022, we will be giving out awards to everybody that was uh, that was nominated. Nice. So there's no winning. Yeah, you just win by you just got to nominate somebody. So if you listen to a podcast and you really love it, just come up. You, the only requirement is it has to be a unique award. Mm. So you can't use any of the ones that we used in 2022. Okay. And if somebody else has already kind of claimed that award, then I'll just let you know, like, hey, you got to pick something else. But that's it. So you just need to let me know. And it can be some funny inside thing. It could be a serious thing. It doesn't matter. If you look through the awards that uh, I created for (laughs) this year. They're silly. Yeah, they're very silly. They're very fun. It's really just recognizing what other people out there are doing. And I just wanted to let them know that I really enjoy what they're doing. And I just wanted to let them know that I'm thinking about them. I think one of my favorite favorite ones was for the podcast well that's interesting yeah that podcast is great <laughs> it is a uh, science comedy podcast i think is the the best way that i can describe it really love the two hosts mm-hmm. and they won the award for pretty much talking about butts or tapeworms in every episode <laughs> all the time great topics yeah, they, they posted. Did I show you that? They posted on Instagram. That they yeah, that I, I thought that was pretty cool. I thought that was pretty cool. To get it. Yeah. There was someone in one of the discords I'm in who uh, said, what's the likelihood that how long will it take my mom to email me or call me congratulating me for this award if I post it to Instagram? And so they did that. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. And it's just like, yeah, I think it's just a really fun way to share some love in the community. It's been, we've had such a great time and so many people have given us so much free advice, free help, mm-hmm. free support. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, that uh, I just thought it was a fun little silly way to give back. And so, yeah, so if you won an award this year, congratulations. If you want to win an award in 2022, just nominate yourself for an award. I'll make sure you get it at the yeah. end of next year. You know, and and this, so we're talking about goals, you know, and setting huge, big, big, hairy goals. Sometimes how you, you fall short. On the opposite end, Ben and I are often like, hey, let's do this. Let's do this simple thing. And because of just our nature of being overachievers, it turns into something much bigger. Ben called me while driving or in a car with people and was like, hey, you want to do this quick thing? And of course, it turned into this huge thing. <laughs> and he was like, hey, we should get a logo going. Can you, do you have time to think about that? And I was like, yeah, I'll give, it a, I'll give it a thought. I don't have time to design the logo in the next 24 hours, though. So I went over to Fiverr. I came up with a mock-up. A group of seals is called a pod. So I was like, maybe I could make a little trophy <laughs> based around a seal. And... I was trying to sign up for this website that allows you to easily commission artwork and straight up, I could not figure out how to sign up for this website. Something was wrong with my browser or something. It just wouldn't let me use the email I wanted to use. And I ended up just spending a few hours and making the logo myself, which is again, just classic Childers brothers overachievers. Do people know our last name on this podcast? Oh, I don't know. And it all came together really well. It's it's fun seeing people get celebrated. Crystal and I celebrated New Year's Eve mostly here at home. We went out and got some sandwiches and came back and did some zooming. Awesome. And how did how did you two celebrate your New Year's Eve? I know it's also Jenny's birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did the birthday countdown. Mm-hmm. So Jenny hosts a uh, annual birthday countdown. So her birthday is on the 31st. So the birthday mm-hmm. countdown starts around like 8 o'clock on the 30th. And then mm-hmm. at 11.59 and 50 seconds on the 30th, 
we do a countdown to the start of her birthday, uh, which is just kind of a really <laughs> fun tradition. Um, so yeah, so we just did it in the backyard, got a really nice fire going. You would have been very, very happy with the fire. Nice. Had a, you know, had about eight people over or so, just a, just a little handful of people and had a really nice, uh, really nice time. And then on the 31st, we just kind of derped around, um, you know, for her birthday and, you know, did a bunch of hanging out, watched some good TV together, just, you know, just relax. And then we were both feeling a bit tired, but we ended up watching, um, the power of the dog which uh, is a really, it's a new movie. It's on Netflix, has Benedict Cumberbatch in it, has uh, Jesse from... Um, Breaking Bad? Yeah, but not Aaron Paul. Like his name, like the actor's name is Jesse. The actor's name is Jesse? Oh, there's an actor in Breaking Bad? Yeah, yeah, it's the not, it's, name. yeah, it's the guy who they do the heist with. Todd? Todd, yeah, yeah, yeah. Todd. Yeah, and Todd is married. Okay. Yeah, so he's married to Ooh. he's married to he's a, oh, yeah. What a character. He's married to Kristen Dunst, and she's also in it. In real life, in, in real, real life. life, yeah, it's real in real life, yeah. Cool. Yeah, then just kind of been you know I have a couple of days off work, um, so I've just kind of been relaxing. I'm getting ready to start. You know, I took the last semester, the last eight week semester off of grad school, so I just got. Mm. I'm holding it up to Patrick. I just got bought my new notebook to like keep everything in and. Just kind of get it back to the flow of things. So, yeah, just really looking forward to it. And then, you know, obviously looking forward to finishing off the back half of this season uh, with you. Yeah, yeah, this is is the part of the game that I'm not familiar with because I usually stop Mm. around now, if not well before. So I'm amped. I can't wait to see what the Forest Temple holds. It seems like things are going to be a bit tougher now that we're adult Link. Mm. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to what you got for us today for the Zelda Minute. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Let's go. Here we go. Hey, everyone. We're back after a short hiatus over the holidays with one real interesting piece of news. There are some newly discovered patents filed by Nintendo for Breath of the Wild 2. While they do look very technically complex, it does appear to indicate that there are going to be some more advanced problem and puzzle solving in the sequel. We can only hope that there are more dungeons when it eventually gets released later this year in 2022. And this is Ben with your Zelda Minute. All right, so we uh, we left Link here at the top of the stairs here at the Forest Temple. Where all the pose go? I don't know, man, but uh, they were kind of creepy. They were super creepy. I don't like it. We're starting off spooky. I'm terrified. I'm shaking in my boots. This is our first temple as an adult. Yeah, yeah. We're um, and we're oh, in. I would describe it as kind of like a grand atrium. And uh, grand atrium. There are all sorts of rooms off of kind of every side here. I think we're just gonna run across the atrium, like directly across, up a set of stairs, and then there is a door. Oh, look at that. There's a gold sculptula over there. Gold sculptula. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of options to start this dungeon with. Kablam. There you go. Got it. Ben's using the hook shot. Gold sculptula. Yeah, we're going to... Successfully. Right, we're going to see... Uh... Right. Oh, what is this guy? Oh, he That's got a me. floaty skull thing with a bunch of purple around it. Blue bubble. Guard against this blue bubble with your shield. And so it runs into Ben's shield and then starts, and then its blue shield falls and it starts bouncing around on the ground. And it's just trying to, trying to smash it. 
Like, you might try to, like, get a mouse that's skittering around. All right, so we just went through a new door. Oh, we got bars come down behind us. Oh. And two okay. little skeleton things appear. Little? Stolfos. Little? They're huge. They are enormous. I meant little in the figurative sense. Stolfos, Stolfos are traditionally uh, skeleton soldiers, and that's exactly what these are. They don't have the strange, like, muzzle that the skeletons that come out at night and the overworld do. They have really cool round shields. They aren't completely naked like they've been in past games. They have teal boots. Yeah, they, have, they definitely have, like, some gauntlets. Gauntlets, that's a good name for it. Yeah, they come all the way up to the elbows and the knees. Their sword is a the little... elbows of the legs. Yeah, you see the sword is kind of like all like warped and curved and stuff? That does not yeah, look like it It looks nice. like it got a little hot. And then it got normal temperature again and retained its wavy nature. All right, uh, so... Treasure I, chest appears. I smacked both of them to death with my shield. And uh, we're going to open up this... Uh, oh, we kick. We just kick it open. You know, we're so big. Uh, it doesn't matter. You found a small key. We got so, you know, I was listening to last, last week's episode, and I realized that um, I don't think there are any keys in the when you're a child. Really? Yeah. Like, can you think of a time when we got a key as a kid? I can't think of a time when we got a key as a kid. I think that uh, I'm going to have to go back and listen to the first few episodes from a season. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there was. So we've already gotten two small keys. You know, keys were such a have been such a prominent feature in every game that we played. You know, it's kind of interesting that we didn't get one in um, when we were a kid. All right, I'm oh. having flashbacks to the adventure of Link. Okay, so now we approach a door with a sun symbol on it. I think it's a it's a time block, like what was like what we've seen before. Okay, that checks out. So we need to play the Song of Time. So right A, down right A, down. A time right. block. Okay. Bust it out. There we go. Bust out them dope melodies. Oh! Oh! <laughs> and we successfully played the Song of Time, and that made this block disappear. All right, we uh, continue further in. Oh, look at that. Big piranha plant. That's a that's a a big Deku Baba. Deku Baba. Ben is just getting hit in the face. Oh, and he slays it. All right, so that giant Deku Baba jumped up on us. Um, there's a. There's like a well in this room with. A, there's some vines to climb. There's a little bit of water. This looks like it used to be a nice little garden. Yeah. The, little bridge over some of the water. There's definitely a lot going on in this particular room. Yeah, there's a little creek going through the room. It's nice. Oh, look, we could, like, climb. Uh, and there's a vine with a with a door up there, a couple stories up. climb up there. A lot going on. Uh, you know, there's a lot of potential in this room. I feel like we could really turn this into a... To a nice relaxing room if we kill all these skulltulas and oh my goodness patrick should we start a brother fix it up show okay <laughs> where we fix up dungeons yeah this is a great idea i can't this is how we make our all right, i can't reach that guy 
Maybe try shooting it with a slingshot. Oh, do we not have our slingshot no, anymore? No, we're, uh, we're a big boy. Big boys don't get slingshots. We're all grown up. Poof, there goes our slingshot. That's the second poof in this week's episode. Woo! Oh, I just got in. The Skullchilla got purple and got really fast and hit Ben, but he was so close to the edge that he just popped him on it. Now he's fighting this thing, this skull covered in purple energy again. The pops around on the ground, kills the blue it, and bubble. He opens up the Got door. the blue bubble. Oh, we got another chest. Oh, a big chest. Another chest. Let's open it up. Do -ba -do -ba -do -ba -do -ba -do what do you think? It's the compass? It's probably the compass. Oh! We got a map! Amazing. Amazing. So early in the dungeon, we got the map. All right, so Killing let's see what we game. got. So we have... Four floors that we're going to be dealing with. We're currently on the second floor. Fourth floor. Um, yeah, this is the fourth floor. This is the big dungeon. There's probably 20 rooms or so um, in the entirety of the thing. It is. It's a lot. And with a little spit polish and a lot of determination, we can make this 20-room dungeon into your new destination mansion. <laughs> so, so look at this. Uh huh. This door has nothing above it. This door has the same symbol we saw outside. Little windmill symbol. That? I do see that. Okay. And that door that we went through took us back into the dungeon. Now we'll go through the one with the symbol on it. And that takes us further. And there's a little baby piranha plant here. That wants to okay. I can't believe Metroid Dread didn't take how many to war. It did. It took it took on the um uh the best action game. Hmm. Seems like a likely story. Did you watch? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I you know, the time difference. I'm not used to living on the West Coast here. And I like tune. Oh, I was about to say the time, the time difference. It, it was like on West Coast time. It was perfectly timed for you. Yeah. All right. So we just stepped on a switch and that well that we saw earlier that had water in it. We've now drained the water out of it. Nice. Uh, so do we just jump from here? What do you think? Just jump from here? I'm a big fan of jumping. Yeah, there he goes. Good job. I'm a big fan of just jumping off the top, seeing what happens. Oh, that's what we did. And... We got, we're getting attacked by an Octrock and Ben's getting bot. better at fighting the enemies. He's a little less frustrated, but working on it. Taking a lot of damage, but not dying. All right, here we, we have go. six hearts, so Ben Ben can kind of play around with it. Okay, we killed that guy. All right, we're doing, we're doing better. Killed the Octrock, killed the Piranha Plant. We're doing better here. All right, so, okay, we're going to get that heart, maybe. Okay, we got that heart. Ben's gonna dive into the water in search of a heart and find it. All right. Thank Good you. job. Thank you. Um, all right. So I think there's a... Was there a chest up there? You see that chest up there? Huh? I'm looking. So there's like this little... Yeah, there's this... Oh, yeah, it's on a standalone little island in the corner. Ben's gonna try to hookshot to it, but it doesn't... He, like, sometimes can get the red dot. So with this hook shot, it gives you a red dot when you can hook shot something. It. And he tried just now, but the the edge it, of the it, cliff it like just kept him got from me. Oh, here we go. To it. There we go. Oh, maybe you can't. Yeah, maybe you can't uh, go that way. I guess I was thinking 
Yeah, I guess I wasn't coming in at a good angle, but well, we drained all the water. Maybe you can come up from it from above. Yeah. Come come down on it. From well, we drained all the water from this guy, so let's see what's down here. Let's see what's in the moat now that it is drained. Oops, I meant the well. Stick around for the refrain. All right, so we are now definitely in what would be described as the sewers. There are some parts down here, which is very nice. Gross. Have you ever been in a sewer? You know, hearkening back to our last episode, I really wanted to go in the sewer in the uh, where we used to live. Yeah. The one, the one to the right. You know yeah. What I'm talking about. Definitely. I always wanted to go explore and see what was going on down there. You know, I, I. Uh, oh, there's a treasure chest here. Oh, nice little treasure chest. Let's see what's inside of it. We got another key. All right, we're we're feeling pretty good on keys right now. I have pretty to say. Pretty good on keys. Hey, do you remember that big pipe that connected the two sides of the streets? It went underneath 43 in the condominium complex that we grew up in. You remember it? Yes. Well, I definitely walked through it. Yes, I walked through that once once we got older. Nice. I walked through that. All right, so what? I uh. I ran through this little uh, sewer, uh -huh. uh, which is basement one. Like when we were kids. And then climbed the vines. Oh, and it took us back to the first room that we were in with the big Deku Baba. Deku Baba. So I feel like I've done everything in that room. So we're actually going to head back okay. to this second room, room number two. Uh, that had the second Deku Baba. And there was a door here that we skipped. Really? And we are going to go in it and see what's going on. Oh, right, this one. Oh, okay, so... So, is there a... All right, so we're now back in the main atrium. Okay, back in the main atrium. Big and expansive room. All right, Patrick, we got to figure out which way we want to go next. So, so we're chasing Pose now. I feel like the way that we went, the direct ahead, maybe no Pose went into. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, okay. But maybe the Pose went into the side rooms. There's these three braziers. Sorry, there's these four braziers mm. waiting to be lit. Yeah. Well, here we go. Here, here's the door. All have, the, and and then there's key. doors. Yeah. yeah, and this one needs a key to enter. So we just went and got a key, I feel like, was what we accomplished. Real big spider, skulltula, spider skull, skull spider. It feels so good to kill them with just the hook shot in the front of their face. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's a Ben quote. It feels so good to just kill them in the front of their face. <laughs> all right, so we got another blue bubble here. And we're in like a pretty, we're in a square room. Okay, so there's a there's an exit right Who there. Who you calling square? But there's no way to get up to that. Hmm. Yeah, so th this appears to be a pretty vertical room. I just want to look around it here real quick. So I'm going to get the hook shot out. Oh, yeah. So there's like all sorts of like little crevices and things like that. So we're just going to start climbing up and see what happens. Yeah, this is definitely a vertical puzzle. This is the kind of thing that this... 3D format mm. is really built for in these dungeons. You gotta look up, you gotta look around. Oh, look. See, this is something. Is there a triangle on the ground? Yeah. What, is, what does Navi have to say? Hey, listen! There are arrows painted on the floor! Okay, well. That's pretty helpful, Navi. Thank you. Okay, there are arrows that seem to be telling us where we want to go, and there's a giant block here that our big old muscles are gonna grab and start pulling. Big ol' muscles. Big ol' muscles. 
And he's dragging a crescent with a star mm. block. Yeah. Which I don't know if that means anything. Now remember, I I dropped the, I did. the knowledge on on him. But yeah, maybe it maybe it's a Navi flying at night. It kind of looks like. Oh yeah, it definitely looks more like Navi-ish than it does like a star. Like a star. Yeah. Yeah. Fairy in a moon. All right, yeah, so not too hard of a puzzle, uh, considering they gave us arrows on the ground, but usually what, you know, Legend of Zelda games do is we are going to find out, you know, in a little bit, like a much more complicated version of this puzzle. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, this is a mechanism here. They start with the easier version and make it harder later. Oh, yeah. Okay, we got, we got more arrows. Ben approaches another block and pulls it. This one's brown, so though, he's not green. in the sky. He's about three stories up now, just kind of making his way through this vertical puzzle. Yeah. Trying to figure out what to go. He pulled this block out, but the hallway that he's standing in, in is so narrow that he can't pull the block out all the way. Yeah. So now he's pushing it back in. Yeah, I'm hoping. In hopes that he can free up this doorway by getting this block. Mm -hmm. Okay. Pushed forward, and it doesn't look like he might have to approach this block from the other side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just gotta figure out how to get to the other side. So we're definitely gonna move it out of quote the way. And out of air quotes the way and air quotes. Mm, that's a much better way of saying. It. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I crack up a lot at the way that people just decide to use quotation marks in the English language. It makes me okay. laugh. Uh, I recently saw a sign for a store that said, just for kids. Um, you know, like, just for kids. Oh, yeah, okay. But the, it was spelled with the number four, and four was in quotes. Ah. Like, like uh, we don't know if there's actually four kids. <laughs> I don't know. I had a boss that would always do that, put things in quotes. Please stop using the last of the toilet paper in quotes and not replacing it. And I'm like... Oh my gosh, what are people using instead of toilet paper around here? And do I want to know? The, the over, Two important questions. The overuse of scare quotes. The overuse of scare quotes. That's, a, that's an indie film title. Mm, that is. Isn't that, that's what those are called though, right? Scare quotes? Yeah. I like that word, I've never heard it. Mr. Is it Linguist. designed to, to, you know? I don't know every word. I know almost every word. Oh. To be fair, so I understand how you can. It is. It's confusing sometimes. All right, so essentially, I've had to do a bunch of like jumping up and down, finding random ladders, but I have now moved the second block. Uh, the puzzle was slightly more complicated. Um, it did still have arrows on the ground, so that did help it out. Um, but it looks like you got to where you're going. Yeah. Or at least you're really high now. Yep. Hi up top. All right. What you want? What you want? Hi up top. Yeah. So we have we have definitely we have climbed, and that was our goal. And you're continuing to climb. Look at you getting even higher. Oh, and I see it. An eyeball above a door. There's some bubbles. Take off that purple shield. They're so ominous when they have the purple shield on them, and then as soon as their shield dies and they start hopping around the floor, they're just clowns. They look ridiculous. You look ridiculous. You know how ridiculous you look right now, Bubble. And then you stab it. That's what you gotta say to it before you stab it. All right, I'll do that next time. Approaching a door with a lock on it. 
Oh. Walking through. Oh, this hallway's all white. Hey, Klopka, this corridor is all twisted. Thank you, Navi. I have eyeballs. Like, this hurts my tummy. Yeah, so as Ben walks through this, it continues to twist. And he gets to the end, and it's like... Hey! Watch out for the shadows of monsters that hang from the ceiling! Nope, I'm out. I'm out. Don't run away. Come on, you can do this. You can do this. I believe in you. Here you go. So now Ben's jumping from pillar to pillar. We're just we're just gonna book it. He's not looking out for the monster. I did not. He's just running I, from I ran away. I ran away. Which is, oh! Uh, look! Oh, so oh. there's a painting that had a Poe in it. Oh! And it disappeared! And now there's another painting with a Poe. Same Poe. Red Poe. Well, now... Ben's going back up to see if it went somewhere. Nope, it's gone. Where you go? Oh. Why don't you keep going? There it is right there. Oh, that's so messed up. Did I just consume someone's ghosts? soul? Yeah, I think, I think that's so. how that works, right? <laughs> that's definitely right. how that we works. We got lots of blue fire. Lots of blue fire. So Ben's going to hop over to this no, little pillar. It's, it's just a no, pot. He's not. And that's that's not a good use. Oh, okay. He's not going to waste his blue fire on a pot. I can't believe you drank the poe. I know. I didn't think that was going to happen. That's I have to admit. Do you remember the first ice level that you played? In any game? Any game? Uh-huh. Hmm. I mean, probably, you know, Super Mario 64, or um, Super Mario World, be my guess. You played, you definitely played Okay. Mario 2 before you played Super Mario World. Yeah, you think we had Mario 2? I just don't remember having Mario 2. I loved it. Yeah, we definitely at least borrowed it. And the Ice World is really early on. Yeah, I think it's level four. You remember, you got a slip, you got a duck, and there's a bunch of... It has the rocket ship in the first level? Or in the second uh -huh. level, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, not sure what's going on so here. So I'm pretty sure that that would be the first. But if you remember, you know, I mean, we were young, and I don't, I don't, I don't remember owning Mario 2, although we definitely rented it at the store. Back when you could right, rent... So we're in this room at the store, and there were some keys, keys that were trying to get me, and they failed. Um, and there's some they blue failed. fire. Ben prevailed, and it's on another chest, a full yeah, size chest. Red. I'm gonna guess red it's the ice compass. on a around this thing. So yeah, the the compass would make sense. My guess is the compass. Wow. Yeah. Yes. So, all right. So are we gonna call. It, so we're gonna call this a dungeon then, eh? Yeah, this is definitely a dungeon. So, my first ice level oh, that I can remember, though, isn't... Oh, nice. We got another heart piece, which means we're going to fill up a full right. heart. And I'm announcing my this for the... My first ice level that I recall I just the is... Sorry. <laughs> you got to tell the people when you unequip the hook shot, because he promised he never would, but he did it anyway. So now Ben has three empty bottles yeah. equipped. Which re-equip the hookshot before all of our followers unfollow us. So my first ice level was you got another guess. You got a guess for what mine? Well, for what I remember mine being. Did that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game have a ice level? Nope, but Mega Man does. Uh. Ice Man is in the first oh, Mega yeah. Man, which is 
one of my favorites. I mean, it might be my favorite. It's still a little glitchy. You like collect points for no reason. Iceman is a very tough boss. And trying to do all that crazy platforming, I mean, Mario's a platformer, but dang, Mega Man's really a platformer, Absolutely. you know? And trying to do all that stuff. And, and the crazy thing about Mega Man is you could just have started on that ice level because you choose which boss you start with, which means you might be slipping sliding from the jump. Ooh, nice, you got a gold sculptula. Yeah. I just, I just watched good. somebody uh, beat Mega Man 2 in like 31 minutes or something like that for the uh, games done quick. Sick. Yeah, it was ridiculous. That is uh, quite the talent. Have you ever wanted to uh, speed run a game or play a game in a non-traditional way? Yeah, you know, I've looked into playing some Mega Man games speed running. Like, I, I've gotten pretty good at some of the original Mega Mans and Mega Man X. I remember one time I was playing Mega Man X at a friend's on their SNES, and the video cord kept cutting out. And, like, every 30 seconds I would lose visuals for, like, 5 to 10 mm. seconds. And I got through, like, three oh, levels geez. effortlessly. And I was like, I, you know, this might be something I can do. But the level of competition is just too high for me. I think it'd be a lot more fun to just see how far, like, maybe we could both speed mm. run something and compete against each other instead of going against the people that are really Well, the one good. thing I'll say, and I only know this from watching people do it, is that... They constantly talk about how great the community is, how supportive they are, how much they're always looking for new people to come in and run and have fun with them. So I do think that yeah. it's a pretty, um, it's a community that's there to like welcome you with open arms. I just like the ner the nervousness that I feel when I think of getting so far, you know, in mm. a game and you're like 85% done and then you make one big mistake and now there's no way you're even close to the record. It seems Yeah, yeah. It seems like so much pressure, but I'm sure I'm sure it would be fun if you were around the right people. I yeah. watched some Link's Awakening speed runs with you. Now, I don't think I would like Link's Awakening speed run, sure. even though I know that game so well, sure. because so much of it is inventory management. Right, 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 right. So, but yeah, I think they're from like what I said, what I heard, they're there to welcome you with open arms. You know who else is here welcoming up with open arms? Is that Beetle? It's Beetle in the ice cavern. All right, Beetle, getting chilly. Let's see what you got for us. Oh, let me tell you about my favorite podcast about RPGs, the RPG After Years. <laughs> you can join Scott, Rich, and Bill every week as they cover all things RPGs from the past, present, and future. It doesn't matter if the RPGs are from retro golden years, modern times, or even the far-flung future. It's all covered on the After Years. <laughs> and you can reliably get all your RPG news and discussions on this show, and even full-blown game reviews. <laughs> they also do a community book club called the RPG Club, where they play a specific RPG and all play the same sections of the game with listeners at the same time. It might just be the best RPG-specific podcast on the internet. So go wherever your preferred podcasting platform may be and join in on the RPG After Years. Thank you! There are three keys keys in here. Yeah, big room. Big yeah, room. We're going to take out the keys keys almost immediately because we're not we're trying to get dive bombed. Yeah. And there's a bunch of silver rupees on top of pillars. Yeah, so we're going to be playing that game again. And that game is get the silver rupees and the door opens, right? Yep, yep. 
pretty much the right. name of the game. Yep. There's Gold Skull Chilo over to the left. Ben's right. kind of ignoring it for now and re-upping on his hearts. He busts out the bow. The floor Big is bang, all boom. slippery. Slippery slip slips. I like to play as uh, Luigi on in Mario 2 once you get to the ice level because he's just already slippery. He's like, you know, increase the slip factor, get it in. Hmm. Are you are you a fan of Mario 2? Do you like that one? Um Yeah, it's fine. Sorry, okay, I okay. So this is one of those puzzles where Oh you, Ben's sliding blocks. Yeah, I have to slide this block around. And it once he starts like, pushing it, it continues to go until it hits a wall. Yeah. So he can't really control where it lands, he has to aim it properly yeah. to lean up against these pillars. And then at that point, he can climb up to the pillar and get the silver rupees. So he and pushed I'll... it up against a wall, and he hops up into a hole, and he pulls out some blue, or he's equipping some blue fire, and he dumps the blue fire on to the red. You know, I don't know if I would have been able to solve that. That probably would have taken me a long time to figure out that you can put the blue fire in the jar. Mm. You clearly have done this before. But for everybody yes. at home, I mean, you know, we're probably beating this in half the time it took us the first time. So Ben pushed the block off of the edge into some cold water, and the block re-emerged where it originally was, which allows us to reset the puzzle without having to leave the room. Right. Which is a really nice thing for them to do. Yeah, good game design. Some, I mean, I still to this day will reset the game or, you know, die. When things get, like, confusing or hairy. Yeah. And I forget that they don't design games like that, that you have to do that anymore. Unless, you know, unless it's, like, a game specifically designed like that. Like a callback style, like Celeste. You right, know, is right. Very okay, so style. we've gotten four. Actually, I think we're just going to get all five right away. Um, and Ben pushes it over to this one. There we go. Yeah, yeah, you're making light work of this puzzle. Which is good, because I was I knew this was coming up. And these these kind of puzzles <laughs> always make me so nervous. Oh, Ben's got the nerve. See, um, ladies and gentlemen, even the Hyrule podcasters get nervous when they play Zelda games sometimes. You know what you know what other game puzzle makes me nervous right now? What? Wordle. Wordle, you didn't make the cut today. I didn't make it today. Didn't Dang, make it today. Dude. There are too many P-R-O words. Yeah, so if y'all aren't familiar, Wordle is a word game where you have to guess the five-letter word, and you're given nothing to start with. And your first guess kind of informs the rest of your guesses. They tell you if you got a letter right and if it's in the right spot or not. And you just get six guesses to try to figure out the puzzle. We have a group thread with, like, 30 people in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody's being nice and waiting until 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time so that when I wake up on the West Coast, I can look through the thread without any spoilers, which is really nice. I, I'm still just not going to open the thread yeah, until yeah. I do it. And if, so you're looking for any, red ice. if you're looking for any friends to play Wordle with, you can come join our Discord. There's a whole channel dedicated to, uh, to Wordle there. Really? Yeah. All right, That's so we just awesome. opened a door. It closed behind oh, us. Oh, no. Oh. We're in, like, a space room with a snow wolf. That's a pretty good description, right? The white, white wolf wolfos. Okay, so this looks a lot like the... Oh, okay. 
One oh. slash and it's done. That wow. was a lot less difficult than I anticipated. Yeah, I was. We straight. I was ready for a for a I battle. Was. Yeah. Okay. We got an and arrow in return. A chest appears. A chest appears. What could it be? We're gonna get an item in this dungeon. It seems like a small dungeon to get an item in. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. Sick. You got the iron boots. So heavy, you can't run. So heavy, you can't float. Sick. Oh, oh and we're surprised. Ah. Oh, it's chic. What are they doing in here? We meet again, Clop Q. If you came here to meet the Zoras, you wasted your time. This is all there is. With one exception. The Zoras are now sealed under this thick ice sheet. I managed to rescue the Zora princess from under the ice, but she left to head for the water temple. This ice is created by an evil curse. The monster in the water temple is the source of the curse. Unless you shut off the source, this ice will never melt. If you have courage enough to confront the danger and save the Zoras, I will teach you the melody that leads to the temple. Ooh. It's a challenge. All right, I'm into it. Time passes. People move. Like a river's flow, it never ends. A childish mind will turn to noble ambition. Young love will become deep affection. The clear water's surface reflects growth. Now, listen to the serenade of water to reflect upon yourself. Dang, she coming at us with mad wisdom and poetry. All right, serenade us with your heart. Let's see what you got now. Oh, a pretty dope song. You like that one? So for the those of you listening at home, we have A, down, right, right, left. Ben plays it like a G on the Akarinski. And Ooh, we wow. pan out. There's some like matrixy, sleepy blue Kinda looking looks like effects happening. Interstellar Tesseract type thing. Yeah, what's going on? And the two of us are standing here rocking out, having a little jam sesh. You have learned, you have learned the serenade. serenade. Oh. There we go. So we're going to play Zelda's Lullaby. Cool. Nice. Water's drained. I can get this pot down here now. See what's in it. Some bombs. That's nice of them. Uh, and now I can climb back up that wall. And, you know, I noticed the treasure chest. I'm going to double back because <laughs> I want to see what's in that treasure chest. Which treasure chest was that? So as I was in the, the first, like, when I first came into this room back here, hmm. Underneath the water where I like fell in and was swimming and was like, oh, this is disgusting. Yeah. Bacterial infection, bacterial infection. There's a treasure oh, chest right here. here. Nice. We kicked the small chest open and we got some bombs. Cool. Now I know. Yeah, bombs are one of the items that you can use as both a adult and a kid. Ah, you can time travel with your bombs in your pocket, huh? You can. Is it the same bomb bag? I think so. Oh, what's that gross thing in the corner over there? Dude, it's just a pile of gross mold. Oh. It's got like a slit in it. Uh. I wonder what that looks like in the 3DS why don't, you, why don't you go the other direction? I straight up, got, I want to go back the direction I came from. Okay. I like retracing my steps. Pat has the sticks, we play his way. <laughs> it's hard to give up control, I'm sure. 
Ben's been playing this game now for like 10 episodes in a row. Right? I mean, right. that's a lot of that's a lot of time with this with Clop Q and with the sticks. And oh! I got got by a big sculpture. I got got by a big sculpture. I stunned it. Oh, I got got by a big sculpture for the second time. Jerk. What a jerk. So I'm just Oh no! Oh, did you just fall down a hole? I fell down a hole. Now I'm on a completely different level. Passed in the basement. Why don't you chop some of those, uh... Oh, Pat just uh, throw out a bomb and threw it. I was like, just like chop you there you go, just so you get some hearts back. Oh, sick. There's so many hearts in these bushes. Yeah. You know, what is a heart? You know what I'm saying? When it comes down to it. So... Don't forget, you can snap your, like, camera around by pressing the L trigger. All right, Pat pulled out another bomb, and he dropped it. <laughs> okay, there is a re-dead in front of you. It oh, will get oh, on your back, and oh, it will suck your life out. Oh, okay, how do I deal with a re-dead? So use your sun song. You know what it is? Uh, right, down, up, right, down, up. All right, there we go. Patrick is the most methodical sun song player. <laughs> yeah, ben, ben there you go, that's the noise you want. Me. All right, and now it's just a... Oh, keeps slicing. Oh, 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 my gosh. These things are so scary. They freeze me. Oh, it's on my back. How do I get up? How do I get up? Uh, uh, okay. Odd Conduit Media.